0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tug Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you, with you paying it forward too.
1: Well, Welcome to Paying It Forward, everyone. It's Josephine here. I hope everybody is enjoying this wonderful, beautiful spring weather. Um, We have a great guest today, and I'm very excited. We're going to learn all about how to become a professional speaker. If you've ever thought about um, doing this as a profession, our guest today is going to give us step-by-step on how she did it and how she became such a huge success. So with that, let's start with our business tip of the week. So I was thinking about this this morning, and I was like, gosh, um, sometimes I feel that it's so important. I cannot believe that the first quarter of the year has already slipped through our fingers. And a lot of times in the month, in the beginning of the year, in the month of January, I always seem to suggest to try to go through all of your expenses, your fixed expenses, and see what you can do about bringing them down. It doesn't matter how much you bring them down. Even if you can get that cable bill down just $10 a month, you know what? It's $120 a year. And my saying is always, it's better money in your bank than paying your bills and giving 120 extra dollars to your cable company. So I would strongly suggest trying to do that. But now that we're starting the beginning of our second quarter, I was thinking about this, and it's so important in my opinion, to try not to put good money after bad money. So if you've made an investment and you made a decision that you wanted to start a project, if time is going by, it's so important to go back and re-evaluate that project that you're working on and make sure that you're really making an investment and making money on that project as opposed to just spending more money to make that project the way you think it should end. If the project is going off track, for whatever reason, try to get a second opinion from a professional. Bounce it off of somebody and really reevaluate whether your time and money is worth that project. So that's the business tip of the week. So let's get started because we have so much to learn today. Our guest is actually a repeat guest, and my listeners know I don't often do this, so they have to be really, really good in order for me to welcome them back. So I decided that Marquesa Petway was such an incredible, incredible speaker, but a guest on our show. We had tons of downloads from that show that I thought, let's have her come on and tell us all about how to become a professional speaker. So Marquesa is a business reinvention expert. She's a professional speaker, a radio host, a speaker talk radio. She's a business coach. She's an author. And the name of her company is MLP Speak. So with that, um We have a whole life story about Marquesa, but you know what? Uh, She worked at CNN. She worked with Lou Dobbs. She has such a fascinating story, but I want her to come on air and tell us all about it. So Marquesa, um, hmm. do we have – oh, we don't have Marquesa on the line yet. Okay, no problem. But let me just tell you a little bit about her. So she was a senior in college, and she became an intern and worked for CNN. She was offered a position in New York, managing with Lou Dobbs, on CNN Business News. She thought she wanted um, to become a reporter, but in actuality, she really wanted to be a professional speaker. She left CNN and went to AT&T. I think this might be Marquesa, let's say. Josephine Girardi speaking, may help you? Marquesa, there. Yeah, we're online now. Hi, everybody. That actually was Marquesa. So I'm just going to uh, figure out what's going on here, and we're going to get Marquesa on the line. Marquesa, I'm so glad you're with us today. But um, hang in there just a minute, and I'm sure the radio station's um, going to get you. Marquesa, just make sure you're off the line. They said that the line was busy. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. Okay, hi everyone. I can't wait. So, we're just going to get Marquesa on the phone with us. We're going to see what's going on. She's having um they're having a little problem with the line. Oh, I guess there is. Let's see. Oh, I think we got her. All right. So, let's just tell you a little more about Marquesa. So, um so she thought she wanted to become a reporter, but in actuality, she wanted to become a professional speaker. So she left CNN and went to AT&T. That's where she learned tons and tons of her skills. But what happened was her position as a marketing communication director was eliminated and she got downsized. But Marquesa is an amazing person. And what she um, did was, let's see, um, What did she do? She went out and she reinvented herself. She was devastated, but she picked herself up, and in a matter of months, she took the time to reflect and decided to pursue her dream of being a professional speaker. So, all right, with that, we're having a little trouble getting Marquesa on the line for some reason. Um, I don't know what's going on, guys. Well, I can't wait to get her on the line but you know what we're gonna try to call her huh? all right let's do which, we're gonna be right back everybody let's take a break so we can get marquesa on the line
0: um, congratulations okay. on being the proud owner of an adorable soft cuddly sweet smelling smiling cooing hungry tired gassy screaming little bundle of joy so now what where's the owner's manual for this thing where are my instructions right here it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe lipman From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pidrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com.
1: It's Josephine here. I'm so sorry. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, but I'm very excited. We have Marquesa on the line with us. Marquesa, welcome to Paying It Forward today.
2: Thank you so much, Josephine. I'm excited to be here. I love the way you host this show. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're so sweet, and I gave you a big intro, and we're ready to jump right in to talking about Marquesa. Tell us a little more about how you became a professional speaker and what made you want to become a professional speaker.
2: Wow, I'm thinking, where do I start? I'll (laughs) give you the quick and dirty version. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, I've been speaking all my life, but initially I thought I wanted to be a broadcaster, if you can believe it, Josephine. Yes, yeah. It's New York, and as you know, I worked for CNN for some time. But I'm thinking, man, I want to be able to speak and share information with, with folks with a personality, not saying news folks do not have personality. So I still didn't quite know what my true destination was at that time in my life. But while I was in corporate America in my final corporate job over at AT&T as a successful marketing and sales executive, um, I got opportunities to get in front of really large audiences um, on AT&T's dime. In other words, they would have national professional development conferences. They would hold auditions and I sent in my tape and my pictures and they said, yes, we like you. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I get a chance to get in front of thousands of employees, managers, partners, you name it, in front of at and But to back up a little bit, it didn't happen overnight. Um, I went to one or I attended one of the conferences and I saw this MC on the stage, this woman, and I just sat there in that audience, Josephine, and I just... Mm-hmm. just I had a moment. I said, "Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's what I want to do." You know, it just hit me. And I, you know, sometimes you get things that just sort of drop into your brain, but you don't quite know what to do with it. And uh, a little bit later, maybe not even a year later, um, I got an opportunity to audition. Um, and within the paperwork, it said that the current MC was moving on. She had some other things she had to do, and they had to replace her. And I thought, oh my goodness. And I found out about this in the 11th hour. And oh, they chose. Wow. Yeah, that so, that so, really was so that really. so exciting. What was
1: that? Yeah, so that's how you got it. Now. I I just can't believe. So you went and you prepared at the 11th hour to become this professional speaker. I can't wait to hear. When we get back, I want to know what your first experience as being a speaker was because – I, I know your energy, and I know you probably had that crowd standing up clapping, <laughs> and I'm sure you got your first standing ovation. So I can't wait to hear about that. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, everyone. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>
0: be right back with more paying it forward with Josephine Gerossi right after these on TogiNet.com Mark Lipinski is coming to TogiNet it's creative mojo with Mark Lipinski a live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3 2 central on TogiNet.com Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo. Dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on TogiNet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet, in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on TogiNet. Then join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on TogiNet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Tokenet.com.
1: Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. We have Marquesa Petway with us, and we're talking about becoming a professional speaker. So, okay, Marquesa, tell us your first experience. What was the name of the conference? Well, the
2: conference was put on by the Alliance of Telecommunications Employees, and these are all the employees AT&T, and this was years ago, so I'm sure the name has changed and everything has changed. But I just want to say, remember, I was still an employee then, so I got all my expenses paid, but I didn't get a fee. Now, if we fast forward, i say about, I don't know, three years later, uh, once I got downsized, and I asked myself that that million dollar question, all right, you've gotten downsized because 80% of your division was cut, what are you going to do now? And I said something that I don't think a lot of folks say. (laughs) I said, I want to be a professional speaker. I don't know the how. I don't know the when. I just want to do it. And I'm thinking, but you got bills. You got an expensive apartment in New York City. You got a cat you got to support. Are you crazy? (laughs) And I said, you know what, that's my dream, and you only get one life to live. And I immediately joined up with my local National Speakers Association. I went to that meeting, and I started talking to folks. And I was already already a busy Toastmaster. And so you combine all of this, and I got some great advice to audition for the seminar companies. Uh, They are companies that hire, you know, contract speakers. They don't pay a lot of money, but you can get trips all over the world with them and really kind of build your speaking muscles and just learn a lot about yourself and, in the same breath, watch how they market and put butts in the seat, so to speak. So I uh, took someone's advice, Josephine, went out Mm -hmm. there, and I auditioned for all three of the major companies. And would you know it, Well, um, they all said yes. I knew it. So now I was a professional speaker. And like an idiot, I wait a minute, there's only four weeks in a month, and each one needs two weeks. <laughs> so I had, to turn, I had to turn one down. <laughs> wow, that's amazing.
1: But I that's believe it. As it soon as you sucks. said there were three, I said, I know you got all three. Because, you know what, I just wonder, do you think we're born as speakers, Marquesa, or do you think it's something that is learned? I think
2: it's a little bit of both. I mean, for me, I think I came out of the womb speaking. But being a Toastmaster, Josephine, I have seen individuals go from being struggling to speak or be powerful communicators, and because they committed to practicing. I mean, I've personally coached and trained hundreds of individuals on how to perfect their speaking. So I think even if it's not natural, I think you can learn how to do it. Okay, all right.
1: So So that's great. So now it's wonderful to be a speaker, but how can we get paid to be a speaker? How does that Oh, I
2: love that question. Well, now you go from being a speaker to being a speakerpreneur, a term I coined years ago. And I even created a radio show around it called Speaker Talk Radio. And I tell you, um, being... Here's the first thing. You've got to realize that speaker and entrepreneur are, they are one word. They are not separate. And when you go into this business, you've got to go in with critical skills that any entrepreneur would have, okay? Okay. All right,
1: and what would those main ones be? Like, I know them. I'm just asking the question for my listeners.
2: Well, the main ones would be, number one, you've gotta you got to have something to market. You've got to have a – and let mm-hmm. me back up a little bit. You need to know who you're talking to. Have a clear audience. Too many speakerpreneurs will say, oh, I can talk to every everybody, anybody. I can motivate the world. Well, that may be so, but you've got to pick a lane. You've got to pick an audience, the people that you can help the most, and you need to identify what their problems are. What is it that keeps them up at night? And you need to become an expert in solving those problems. And this is something not just for speakerpreneurs but for any uh, entrepreneur. So really a lot of speakerpreneurs fail because they're wet. They cast their net too wide.
1: Okay. So you've got to be
2: very niched so that people can learn about you. Okay, and another thing you've got to do is take that expertise and you got to brand it and package it. In other words, brand it makes you stand out for everybody. Stand out from everybody else that does what you do. And then number two, you've got to package it. And this is where multiple income streams come in. You know, you need to make it where folks that like to listen can listen to this expertise. Folks that want to see it live can experience that. People that want to watch a video can experience that. People that wanna read it can experience that. People that are online can experience that and it goes on from there. And then moving on, you got to know how to market yourself. So many speakerpreneurs are clueless. They figure out oh, I'm gifted, you know, I'm special. Oh, yeah. And you're thinking, okay, you're going to be another broke speaker. Go right ahead. <laughs> but right. if your secret, sorry, it's not going to help you. And there's so many powerful marketing strategies out there. So you've got to identify the two or three top marketing strategies and dominate. And then the final one I'll share with you right now is you. once you market, you got to know how to close the business.
1: Oh, no, sure. I, mean, I think that's the yeah. hardest part, Marquesa. And if you're not capable of doing it, I really think it's best to hire somebody that can. There you go. <laughs> I think it's so, so important because, you know, a lot of times when you own your business and, you know, like you said, you know, I'm so um, familiar with dealing with an actual product, a tangible item, as a, which is my Glovie's product, of course as mm-hmm. opposed to being a speaker where you have a skill and you're marketing your skill,
2: mm-hmm. which is an
1: asset. And I guess if you can, um, I think the branding is so important, like you said. And what I see a lot of speakers do, Marquesa, is they come up with a name for themselves, and that's where their branding comes comes in. You know, um, I'm trying to think of that one girl. It'll come to me before the end of the show. Um, But I I think that that's so, so important, you know, to come up with some kind of catchy phrase that will help you market. And then, too, remember... part of
2: the tagline or even what you're known for. So for me, here I can use myself for an example. Uh, Of course, Marquesta Petway, and I'm a business reinvention expert. So corporations bring me in to reinvent their employees and how they communicate with their employees, but then I also work with entrepreneurs who are in business that are struggling to make money with speaking so you can look at those words and go, all right, she reinvents and she focuses on business. What does she do? And even if your title is still needs a little bit more clarification, that's where your marketing materials come in. So when someone goes to your site, they can identify exactly what it is you do. So yeah. it, branding is, it has a lot of variables to it. It's so much more than just a name or a pretty website. It, it's a lot of levels to it. It, it. It's your reputation on the social media footprint. It is your reputation offline. It has a combination of how you speak and who you serve and the social proof. In other words, show me the clients that you've worked with. So there's a lot of levels to branding that I take my clients through. But to the point you made earlier, hire somebody, absolutely. But here's, there, there's a little something I want to say about that. Okay. To hire somebody that does not give a speakerpreneur an excuse to not know or not understand. So I think a better thing is to hire a coach and learn about it so that if you do outsource to assistants or someone that can do that stuff for
1: you, you know what the heck they're doing. Absolutely. I agree with you so much because anytime you outsource anything, the only reason why, in my opinion, you should be outsourcing it is, number one, I always feel better when I outsource to somebody that's better than me, Mm -hmm. but number two, I always make sure that I know what the job is myself, that I've done the job. Maybe I haven't done it as good as them, but I've done it from A to Z so that when they come on, and take over the position, I can keep on top of it to make sure that they're following through with what they're supposed to be following through with. And I think that that's so, so important. So I agree with you there, Marquesa. I mean, it's
2: really called education. Educate yourself. So many speakers, they just don't know. I spoke at um, NSA, one of the National Speakers Association chapters this past weekend. And let me tell you how many people resonated with me. So many accomplished speakers with degrees coming out the Kowazoo. Yeah. And they will tell you... Uh, But I've never invested in a program. I've never met with a coach that taught me about marketing and selling and all that stuff. They've never done that. And it's not as easy. I'm not talking about webmasters. I'm not talking about those folks that, yes, you don't necessarily need to know how to create a website. You can go out and just outsource that. I'm talking about educating yourself so you can identify, well, wait a minute, this marketing strategy works for me. This is what I need to do to make it work. Perfect example is social media. Folks that hire people to go and post their comments they are crazy you know they they'll hire someone oh you do updates for me you do tweets for me well then guess what social media is not about advertising it's about building relationships three of my most recent clients Josephine came Mm -hmm. from social media Okay, came from That's
1: amazing. I am so into the social media. I agree with you so much, Marquessa. And I have to tell you, a year ago I wasn't sold on it. I was Mm -hmm. just so overwhelmed with doing my day-to-day business that I said, oh, I really don't have time for that. But I have to tell you, I then committed myself to trying to establish, you know, a following, and I would say to myself, Okay, if I can just get, let's say, you know, a hundred followers a week, that's 400 a month, and I would kind of make it very challenging for myself. And before you know it, it starts getting into the thousands, and it's so important because you You are so right. You establish a rapport with these individuals, and I have to tell you, Marquesa, so many people through Twitter and LinkedIn contact me to be guests on my radio show, and I never in a million years would have known that they existed if it weren't for social media. There you go. I agree with you so much, and even the mere fact that after our show is over, within, you know, a short period of time, you know, I can get the podcast of our show, and next thing you know, I'm shooting it to over, you know, almost 4,000 followers.
2: There you and go. People get
1: to hear what we're talking about at their leisure, too. Mm-hmm. So it really is a wonderful and important tool. And I just think a lot of businesses are being taken to the next level. And what I love so much about it is the fact that us small guys, the small <laughs> business owner, almost has the same ability to have the cloud as the big guys out there when it comes to social media. It becomes like an even plane. But anyway, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with Marquesa Petway to talk more about how to become a professional speaker. Thanks, everyone.
0: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girassi right after these on Toginet.com. Second chances. We all deserve them For Second Chances, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu, Wednesday nights at 10, 9 Central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown, and after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 success stories from successful entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu, Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Okay, well, welcome back, everyone.
1: So we have Marquesta Padway with us, and we're talking about being a professional speaker. And we were talking about um, how you can create multiple income streams by becoming a speaker. But the question is, before we even get to the point of making money, my question is, how can we be really authentic on the platform? Like. I'm sure in order to really get paid for what you're talking about, you really have to intrigue the audience. How do we do that, Marquessa? Well, here's the thing.
2: First of all, be yourself. In other words, the same way you are off the platform – When you're in conversation, maybe at a networking event, maybe a tad bit, a little bit more polished or formal, but be yourself. The audience can pick up when you're trying to be somebody else or you're coming off as being really stiff and they can't, there's a disconnect uh, from them getting to know you. I, I think I mentioned earlier. That was the turnoff I had when I was in the television news industry. Uh, you know, you were just forced to be so polished there because your only job was just reporting the news, unless you were, uh, you know, seven, eight figure anchor or something. Sure. So that just completely wasn't my sweet spot. But when I found that space where I could just be Marquesa, but on the platform, that means, and that's when whatever parts of you come out, there are so each one of us, Josephine, has something special that makes us i guess just shine some folks are funny right. some are great storytellers. Some folks are uh, just very empathetic. You've got to identify what's your, what's that, what's that, what's your sweet sauce, as we call it. What is that characteristic or quality that really draws people in? But being authentic just means being yourself and finding your own voice. And if I see you one way on the platform, and then when you get off and you start talking to me, and you're somebody else. Then there's a disconnect and folks will Absolutely. not. Absolutely.
1: And you know who I think of when everything you just said for the past couple of minutes being, you know, on air. I think of Oprah. Look at Oh, there back. you go. Like how, we've been looking at Oprah for how, over 20 years, right? Over 25 years. And I can remember 25 years ago watching her and looking at her and saying, "My god, this woman gets right to your heart." And she's real, and I know in the beginning somebody saw that in her, but she was everything not what The regular anchor was. There you go. And that didn't matter. It didn't matter. And poor Oprah has always struggled with her weight. But you know what? People didn't care about that. And it's so refreshing to know it's not what's on the outside. It's more important what's on the inside. And I think that was a real connection. So no matter what Oprah does in her life, she will always have that following. And it goes back to what you were saying, even with the social media. It's that you make that connection with your followers. They're following you. They're not leaving you. It doesn't matter what Oprah does in her life. We're all still following her, whether we're Can Googling you know? her to see her latest thing or what. So I think you're so right. I mean, Oprah is a perfect example of how it's so important to just be authentic. But you also have to know your audience, and we've talked about that in detail, and that is super, super important. And I love the, what Oprah always said everybody has a story. And maybe that's your expertise. Is that your expertise? Or if it's not, maybe you can really think about what is it that you always wanted to do and figure out, like you said earlier, educate yourself, become the best in your field, and go out and have fun with it. There you go. And really where the stories fit into that is,
2: uh, here's a great formula that many professional speakers use. It's called PSA. Uh, Point story application that's point story application so when you're speaking after you begin your speech and you grab your audience you start off with that grabber it could be your story it could be a thought prov- thought provoking question it could be a statement that makes everyone just freeze and wonder what's gonna what's gonna come out of your mouth next after you get past that that grabber then you go into the content and that content Contains the stories. So if you share with me why I need to have an organized space, for example, uh, why should I care about that? Well, give me a story. A story is like an example, and people connect with stories. But once you give me the story, tell me what do I do with it now? What's my action? So long as you know that PSA formula, you can tell stories like nobody else's business because storytelling is the secret weapon for every single presenter.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds so cool, and it's so right. But I think a lot of times what happens is, Without the proper training from a business coach like yourself, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, including myself, who always said, oh, I want to become a speaker. But then you kind of get paralyzed and you say, but what is the first step? So Uh, if somebody comes to you, Marquesa, and says, you know what, I really think I have what it takes to be a speaker, how do I get there? Like, do you have programs that people can go to and follow? Do your clients meet you one-on-one? Do, they, do you have conferences? How does it work? Well, I have a, a two main services that I offer.
2: Um, and if your listeners go to gottaspeaknow.com, they can get the ebook, which says five ways to start speaking now. And that's where I lay out just easy steps that anyone can take right away. When it comes to speaking for me how I help folks I have a program called speaker blueprint program and what I do is I walk you through all the stages of speaking over a year so it's really it's really intensive I mean I had to work to get to this point (laughs) but I realized I don't like water hose coaching Josephine in other words what is it what was that called. Water hose coaching, in other words, you come to me and you say, hey, I want to speak. Tell me what to do. And then you you may say to me, all right, I need to put up a website. Well, my question is, do you know who your audience is? Well, no, I don't know that yet. Well, I'm sorry, but we can't just go put up a website if you want to be successful. So water hose coaching means that it's just quick, fast coaching that you're asking for that says, okay, thinking that this is going to solve your problem or get you where you want to go. And I can tell you that it does not work. So I created the speaker blueprint system because it's in chronological order. I mean, literally, when you're working with me over a year, I'm starting you from the beginning. I don't care if you've been speaking for years. Okay, there's a lot of people that have been speaking for years that are broke and they still don't know who their audience is and they still haven't packaged themselves because I know because I work with a lot of them. Okay, but it sounds to me, yeah, it sounds through all
1: those steps Huh? by, it sounds to me that by going through your program, you are truly setting the foundation that is built upon month by month by month, that after a year, it sounds like it's a rock-solid program that you can base a business on.
2: Yeah, and it's real time. I mean, you're going through these activities and you're actually doing it as we're going through it. But the thing is, we're going, it's chronological, it's in order, and it, you're running a business where speaking happens to be a huge part of it. That's the thing. And my yeah. concern is you're not just a speaker. You're not just, okay, the phone is going to ring and I'm going to show up and speak. Maybe celebrities can do it that way. There's even a handful of folks in our industry. But I can tell you, I was coached by one of the best, Les Brown, in my, in mm-hmm. my early years, and he left a ton of money on the table because he didn't have a marketing plan and a sales plan. So he worked hard. He lived on the plane. And, he, and so years later, he said, oh, no, I'm going to work smarter instead of harder. And I'm going to figure out how to make money on so many different levels in my business. That's where the multiple strings of income comes in.
1: Wow, I think that just sounds so great. So now for, for your individuals, do you have group coaching, Marquesa, or is it more just one-on-one? Well, no, uh, the Speaker Blueprint program, I have a
2: lot of folks in that program. So that program gives you some one-on-one with me. You do meet with me twice a month. There's also, guess what, a VIP retreat (laughs) where you spend a full day with me outlining your business so you know exactly what's going to happen over the next 12 months. I mean, my members love it. So if you're a Speaker Blueprint, I only can take so many a year, but if you're a Speaker Blueprint member, you're going to get that VIP retreat, You're going to get all the modules. And then what I love about it is I have so many members. Every month there are two group calls, and one of those calls I teach you a lesson, and on the other call it is strictly mastermind. So it's speakerpreneurs at all different levels that come on and talk about, well, this is my challenge, this is my success, what do you think about this? And then they start to create joint ventureships. With each other, it's amazing. So
1: you have oh, a little bit of. Sounds great. <laughs> I would be just. Discon- I would be um, concerned that is there competition among oh. the speakers, or it sounds like it's the complete opposite that people are working together.
2: Oh, it's absolutely not competition because the person that you are competing against, Josephine, is yourself. It's yourself. I knew you were going to say that. There is no competition in the speaking industry. You know, do organizations or different people have to decide who who they're going to use as a speaker? Yes, but they use multiple speakers. Do you know how many times I've spoken somewhere and I've seen my colleagues on the exact same stage? And then you remember I'm teaching you how to take that expertise and offer it in different forms. So if you are offering it, for example, for me, I speak, but I also coach, and I get to coach by speaking, right? But then right. there are people that have multiple coaches, so you're not competing with anybody but yourself. So when you're masterminding, which I have to say is one of the smartest, business, best practices you could ever do in your life is master. So
1: define masterminding to us.
2: Mastermind means that you are meeting with other people that are at your level or somewhere near you, um, and you're sharing strategies, best practices, successes, challenges. That's exactly what it means. So you're getting on the phone. It's usually virtual. You can do it via Skype. You can do it in person. I, I do all of them. And so there's different types of masterminds. The mastermind that I have in my program is called an instructor-led mastermind. In other words, I'm the instructor, but the students uh, or the members, I should call them, are all masterminding together. So, for example, one member may say, hey, I just had an engagement last week, and although I did great here, I didn't do great here. Well, well, guess what? That's going to help somebody
1: else on that exact same call. Oh, that's okay. great. I love the idea that everybody is working together and learning from each other. So, okay, we'll take a quick break and we're going to come back with five incredible um, tips on how to become a professional speaker. Thanks, everyone.
0: be right back with more paying it forward with josephine jirossi right after these on toginet.com wondering how to market where to invest where to advertise where to find the right advice or what to do about taxes doing business today is a complex venture and that's where all biz talk comes in All BizTalk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions... Taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals. People who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All BizTalk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible? Then join us Mondays for the Leah Jansen Show. Every Monday at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on com with Leah Jansen. Listen live as life coach Leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum. You are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears, challenges, and obstacles, and then listen as Leah obliterates those barriers to success. For more on Leah and the show, check out her website, leahjansen.com. That's Leah, L-E-A-H, J-A-N-T-Z-E-N.com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make it happen mentality. Ready for a life changing, mood altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jensen, and listen live to the Leah Jensen Show every Monday morning at ten a.m. nine a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Bang It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well,
1: welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Marquesa Petway with us. Now, um, Marquesa was kind enough to share her website with us, and I just wanted to make sure that everybody got the right website. So it's www.com. Gotta Speak, which is G O T T A S P E A K dot com. So, gotta no. speak. No, no, no. Is that it? Oh, gotta. I'm sorry. S- gotta speak now dot oh, com. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot the now. I don't know how that happened. It's not in my notes. Sorry about that, Marquesa. but don't forget, gotta speak now dot com. Okay, perfect. So while we were on break, I was just talking about the fact that I have such a huge commitment in my Glovies project, but speaking is something that I actually really, really enjoy doing, and I just got a couple of emails from people that I went to a conference last year, and they emailed me back and said, are you going to be a speaker this year? And it's kind of funny. I was like, I don't know where they got that idea, but... Um, I don't know. How does one do that? Like, can, is there really enough time in the day to handle both when you're running your own business? Absolutely, and I'm going to
2: tell you why. Number one, speaking is the best marketing tool on the planet. So instead of looking at it as something else to do, look at it as a way to share your business with the world. You know, uh, there's so many different marketing strategies out there, Josephine. We were talking about one earlier with social media. Website is another one. But the one that's the most personal, the most authentic, the one that will, if you do it well, it will convert the highest number of new clients is speaking. So if you have an opportunity, if someone calling you up to speak, whether it's paid or not, if you use that opportunity and you go up there and you share awareness, now that's not your time to go up there and say, hey, bye, bye, bye. You know, right. you have to earn that right. First, you've got to give tons of value, and it could be whatever your expertise is. Like, for example, with you having the gloves, folks want to know, how did you do it? How did you get it into stores? How did you create the packaging? What was the inspiration? What was your struggle? You know, that's what folks want to know.
1: So I think that that's a yeah. yeah, I think that's a great idea. But sometimes, Marquesa, I feel that my Glovvies is still in the infancy stage. Even though yes, I'm on the shelves at Dwayne Reed in Manhattan, which is very exciting to me. But in my own personal mind I still feel like I'm in the infancy stage and I feel like people want speakers up there who are making millions of dollars in their business and I'm not quite there yet. Is that true or false? That is absolutely not
2: true. One oh, of the wow. things I tell all my people, get out of your own way.
1: <laughs> and
2: it's true. Yeah. What limits us more than anything else is our own mindset. We want to hear from you now because what you've accomplished is still great. I don't know if you realize it, but there are a lot of folks out there that just want to get to where you are. And you wow. can be an inspiration to them, because think about it, we were talking about Oprah before, and, and Oprah was just in my backyard. I wish I had a ticket to go see her. Now, I'm a, the biggest fan of Oprah's but Oprah is so far up on the empire that although I learned from her and watched her life class, um, she, I may not look at taking certain steps, per se, uh, from her at this moment because she's so big. I'm so starstruck (laughs) and thinking, oh, it's just great to be in her space. Um, Then she's so far up there, I can't relate necessarily. But guess what? When somebody who's a lot closer that hasn't quite made it to the Oprah status and they come and they share their experience, their struggles, what they've done, the the success that they have had, that is so big. So it does not matter where you are. As long as you're taking steps and you're moving forward, you, you
1: will inspire somebody. Yeah, I think that that's so, so important. That That's inspirational, just that. So, um, oh. all right. So, more questions. how about some business tips? What, because I usually wrap up my show, as you know, with our five business tips.
2: What do you think? Well, we talked about one of them we were just hitting on right now. Use speaking as a marketing tool, it is not just an income stream. Like professional speakers, we get paid a fee, but I'm going to tell you something. Speaking is a marketing tool. I use it in my videos. Video is hot right now. I'm actually going to record a video today to send out to my EZ tomorrow. Um, I record videos to send to my members. Um, also, you can hold teleseminars and webinars. And when you're uh, Here's a perfect example, the event that you and I met at. If you yeah. recall, I got up and I introduced my business, or I got up and asked a question. So many people bombarded me after the break. And they said, oh, I love what you said. And all I did was say a few words. (laughs) No, you're so right. See, so marketing is a huge tool. Another one is uh, you will have stage fright. It's okay. The butterflies will come. Your job is to make those butterflies fly in, in formation. And you do that by acknowledging, okay, I'm a little scared, you know, I'm a little nervous. But I'm going to use that energy to be my best. Take the attention off of you. So many people get that stage fright, and it freezes them, and they can't move. And then they have this out-of-body experience. Um, <laughs> step for getting over stage fright is just to acknowledge that it exists, practice so that you feel more comfortable, and then just get up there and take the focus off of you and say, you know what, I'm not here, this is not about me. I'm here to educate this audience about X, Y, and Z. And, and do you know
1: what What I think of so often when you say that? I think of Sasha Cohen, that incredible young girl who was the figure skater, who was oh, yeah. actually from Syosset, Long Island, very close to where I live. And she got out on that ice, and the chances of her winning were almost nil. And she got on that ice, and she was so proud, and she went out there. She looked like she had so much fun that nobody was stopping her. And I could just feel the excitement in her, and I could see her smile. She was like, this is the Olympics. I am here, and I'm going to give this my best shot. And she won. And I think There you go. That, So often, and I just say, my gosh, you know what, if she can do it, we can all do it and just have fun. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, take that
2: step. Now, another business practice that I would put out there is stop trying to figure it out yourself. So many entrepreneurs out there, I have met them, will say, oh, no, I'll just learn it on my own. And they will go and make all the mistakes hundreds of thousands of dollars will go between their fingers because they did not invest in a coaching program. I walk my talk. I cannot tell you how many programs I've invested in. And it has made me a powerhouse of knowledge. And it has it has just stuck inside of me for so many years. And I continue. I have like four conferences just on my schedule this year. And these are conferences that I'm attending as a participant along wow. with conferences that I'm speaking at, you have got to constantly educate yourself. Invest in the program because if you don't know, you don't know. So if you don't know how to market, you don't know how to sell, you don't know how to bring, you don't know how to package, you need a coach. If it ain't me, find somebody that's going to help but you. Otherwise, you keep strangling out there.
1: I think that that's so important and so right, and it's known that – a lot of successful entrepreneurs are successful because they did hire a coach early on in the process. But at what point does an entrepreneur say, okay, I only have this amount of money in my bank account. I have to invest money to purchase their product or their materials. They have Mm -hmm. to hire an assistant so that Perhaps they do the follow-up, whatever the situation is. At what point, Marquesa, before people see the real big money coming into their business, how can they pay and justify for a coach? Well, here's the deal. How How badly do you want this business?
2: How badly do you want it? I have invested in coaches in the past where I gave the coach all my money. But guess what? I got my money back five times over.
1: Because if
2: you don't know, you don't know. Stop thinking that being an entrepreneur means, okay, I can just go and do it. Well, can you be a lawyer that way or do you have to go to law school? You know how many people go broke going to law school? But once they go to law school, they learn law, and then they start to practice it, they earn the money back. Being an entrepreneur is no different. You have You're got. to so right. To so so it, it depends on how hungry you are. A lot of entrepreneurs aren't hungry. They don't want to invest. They keep saying, "I don't have the money. I don't have the money." And then years go by and they get nowhere. And then they're depressed and they say, and then eventually they wind up working for somebody else. So don't, I, I don't want the listeners to ever be that person. You must invest even if it's your last dollar. But the trick here is to keep in mind: is you've got to implement what you learn. You got okay, it.
1: I think that is so, so important. It's not like you can go give your money to somebody, they tell you what to do and you sit on it and don't do anything because exactly. that will get you nowhere. Okay, we have less than three minutes, so we have two more tips. So the fourth tip. The
2: fourth tip, let me see. It's so many. Um, so, I, Oh, yes, you got to know how to market. I said a little bit about this earlier. Okay. Uh, if you are an entrepreneur, a speakerpreneur, and you don't know how to market yourself, and sorry, marketing is not just posting updates on social media every once in a while. It's not putting up a fancy-smancy site that makes you no money. Okay? You've got to understand what marketing is. Marketing is telling the world what you should do and why they should care. So understand marketing. Enroll in a marketing course. I offer one. You've got to know how to market. That's why so many entrepreneurs and speakerpreneurs fail. And then the final tip I would give you is, I said it a little bit earlier, you've got to know how to sell. Marketing and selling is very different. You've got to know how to ask for the business. You know, this weekend when I spoke at the speaker's event, um, at the end, I gave an invitation to folks, and I said, hey, you can go and figure this out, and that is fine. I wish you the best, but if you want me to walk you through the process, here's your invitation to join my program, and a ton of them took me up on it. Okay? Wow. Because they said, hey, I want." she's done it. She's been there. She's made the mistakes. She's got the system. Let me go to her. So you've got to be willing to
1: sell. As You to have sell. to ask for the sale in order you know. to get the sale. I think that that's so, so important. But Marquesa, I'm telling you, every time you come on my show, I know you've been on the second time and in the beginning of the show, I told my listeners it's not very often that somebody comes on the second time. But, I can't tell you how I appreciate it because I learned so much personally myself, and um, I know my listeners learned a lot today, so thank you so much Marquesa. and um tell us again your website
2: yes, www. Please, www. please go
1: gotta gotta speak gotta speak now
2: dot com to get that free ebook on how you can start speaking now.
1: Wonderful. Have
0: a wonderful week, everyone, and I'll see you again next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, Marcessa. Thank you, Josephine. Take care. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Gerasi on com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week, we'll be discussing accomplishments.